What's up guys, it's Arif. And this is Arsh. And welcome to Season 3, Episode 23 of the Two Brothers and Their Sports Podcast. There's been so much going on in the sports world, as always, especially in the offseason of the NFL, which is surprising. But we're going to start off by talking about the NBA Finals. The Boston Celtics are up 2-1. to one. My team are up 2-1 to one against the Golden State Warriors. We're going to do a deep dive into that and then pick, again, predict our winners. And then we're going to talk about the PGA Tour and Live Golf, the dispute that's between them and what's going to happen and give our opinions on both leagues. Yeah, so let's start with the NBA Finals. So, like you said, it's 2-1 right now. The Celtics are leading. And tomorrow night is the game of Game 4. So by the time you guys are listening, it Game 4 may already be over. But we're just going to give our analysis on the first three games and who we still believe is going to win. So I'm going to start, and let's start with Game 1. Game 1, the Celtics won 120-108. to 108. We talked about a little bit about this last week. And I'm going to talk about Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. So Jason Tatum, he had 12 points, 3 of 17 in 42 minutes. That's pretty bad. But Game 2, he shows a ton of growth. In Game 2, he has 28 points in 34 minutes, only 6 rebounds, 3 assists. So already, Most of that was in the first half. Too. Yeah, and already a much better game. Game 3, he regressed a very little. You could say, since all the other categories, he did better because he had 26, 9, and 6. Yeah, 26, 9, and 6. So you're seeing that his, his points went like this to this, and it's just gone down a little bit. But he needs to keep it at that level. And some of you guys said last week that we were giving a lot of Duke hate, a lot of Jason Tatum hate, and we love him. And he, we think he's a Especially great Especially me. He's my favorite player in the NBA. He's a great alum from Duke. He's a great player in the NBA. But how he played in Game 1 and how he had been playing before that point was not acceptable. How he's playing now, that's where he needs to be. There's a reason that they won the game last night, and it's because of him. But more importantly, Jalen Brown... Not more importantly, both of them together. Jalen Brown played less minutes. He had 27-5-9, so he had overall a better game than Jason Tatum. But again, the stats don't show the defensive side of things. You have to take into account, yes, Jalen Brown played played less minutes, and it looks better on the stat sheet, but what about the dirty work that Jason Tatum did? I think you could argue that Jalen Brown's a better defender. Did you see a block. better defender than Jason Tatum. The defensive plays that he was making last night, the blocks and the steals that he was having, the forced turnovers that he was having I last under, night. I know. It was amazing. It was a show. I and understand. on the offensive side, he'd give it to Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum would throw up a lob, and he just dunked it I understand, down. but look back at games one and two. Yes, game three is a standout for Jalen Brown, where Jason Tatum still did very well. But look back at games one and two. Who was the bigger presence? Jason Tatum. Jalen Brown, game yes. They lost, Jaylen, though. Think about yeah, that. But the game that they exact, lost, I know. Jason Tatum did better. The game that they won, Jalen Brown. Game one, they still won, and he Jason Tatum played better defense. That's why he was focusing on that. He only had 12 points. But anyway. No, the, no don't say that because he went 3 for 17. There's okay, no excuse for okay, that. But I'm, I'm not talking about a shooting. I'm talking about, uh, okay, yes, he had 12 points. Yes, not great. But he his defense is great. His defense is better than J- than Jalen Brown. There's I don't a reason, think so. There's I actually a reason, disagree. There's a reason he's averaging slightly less points, 0.7 points less in the series, but still playing four more minutes on average per game. And there's if, a reason. If I if I could choose between Jason Tatum's defense or Jalen Brown, I think I would choose Jalen Brown. Just because of the explosiveness and the ability to fill in an arena, I, w- I wouldn't do that. I don't that. think it's just that. Jason, I think Jason he Tatum, plays good defense on key players. And let, me, let me just Tatum, continue for a little. Okay. So... Jalen Brown, he did not. He still had 17 points in only 28 minutes in the second game. 
Jason Tatum's getting getting much more minutes than him. And just just for context, in game two, he Jalen Brown had twenty eight minutes. He had seventeen six and three. In game two as well, Al Horford had twenty eight minutes. He had two points. The fact is that Jalen Brown needs more minutes in that game, and they gave him more minutes in game three. In game three, he gets forty minutes. And he drops 27 points. He has 22 in the first half, half. Then he gets so much defense. You know that the Warriors are a third quarter team, right? Yes. Okay. Okay. So the but the that's Warriors, that's specifically on offense. Offense, but also on defense. At halftime, you don't think Steve Kerr was talking about? Okay, D- Jalen Brown is having 22 points. I understand, but they're not just going to lock him down. Obviously, they still kept an eye on Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum saw an opportunity. But who to had more advance. defensive attention in the second half? You can't tell me it was Jason Tatum when someone okay. drops 22. I know. Points on you in the first half, exactly. So Jalen Brown gets more okay. defensive attention, and it's because of that that Jason Tatum is able to score. And I'm not saying that that J- Jason Tatum isn't a great player. Yeah, don't say that's the only reason Jason Tatum scored. But the problem is Jason Tatum only had 11 in the first half, which isn't bad. That's 22 if he continues that. But the problem is that he had five points and then two very late threes where he was wide open because that's like taking away Jordan Poole's second second or third quarter buzzer beater like you can't take away the I points. understand I understand I'm just saying that he had five points until very late in the second in the first half oh it's so, still part of so the first half though it's still his so scoring Instead, I think if he's if the Celtics win and he's gonna win Finals MVP there, and I'm not trying to dog on him. I think he's a great guy. All I'm saying is that Jalen Brown, I think, has played better than him in the series. And then quickly, I'm gonna shift to the Warriors. So the Warriors have been playing great. Clay Thompson's been pretty great. Steph Curry's been pretty great. It's just a problem of their defense, and their defense is pretty good. But they're they're getting out rebounded. If you look at last night, they were out rebounded. That. This is a crazy stat. The Celtics had 47 rebounds. The Warriors only had 31. And there was, in the first half, the Celtics had almost as many offensive rebounds as the Warriors had total rebounds. Like this, you gotta rebound. You gotta play good defense against a team that can score. The Warriors' best lineup is a small ball lineup. I understand. I understand. I'm just saying why they lost and why they are they might lose this series. Okay. They you know that they're capable of playing good defense. They did against the Grizzlies in a couple they of They did games. in game two in the third quarter. And you know and you know that they can do that. Yes. So that's what they need to start doing. If they want to be able to win these series, they need to do that. And they only shot thirty seven point five percent from three, which is pretty good, but for them not the greatest. They didn't shoot neither team shot fifty percent from the field goal from field goals and the Warriors they just did not have the defensive game that the Celtics had they had four more turnovers and another crazy stat the Celtics had 52 points in the paint guess how many the Warriors had 26 26 to 52 how are you going to win this is you're getting out rebounded on the offensive and defensive end and they're getting more points in the paint. They're getting second chance points. They're getting third chance. This is what I was. Chance this points. is what I was talking about, though. I said this before the series. I said the Celtics have again. I get it. The Warriors, when they're behind, their best three point shooting lineup and their best shooting lineup is their small ball. But the Celtics have way more big men, way more big men capable of scoring. Al Horford, Al Horford, for example, Jason Tatum, you can count him as a big man if you want. He's around 6'8". Um, obviously, Robert Williams is a force on the on the rebounding side. So the Celtics, abs- they outnumber and they out they're 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 taller than the Golden State Warriors, and they're gonna get they can score at will in the paint. 
Jalen Brown does it. Jason Tatum does it. Their whole lineup. Derek White can even do it. So the Celtic, I mean, the the Golden State Warriors perimeter defense is great, but their interior defense is not. And my problem with the Warriors is also Jordan Poole. Play him more. In game one, Jordan Poole did not get that much play time. Jordan Poole had 25 minutes, only had nine points. So they go down a little. He gets 23 minutes, and he explodes for 17 points, which in 23 minutes, that's Most great. Of I mean, that was in the third quarter. He could have played double that amount, and he still would have played inside one game, and he would have had way more points. You Just can't have Jordan Poole playing more than Steph I'll, Curry. I'm not saying to play more than Steph. Steph is playing a ton of minutes. I know, but you said double. That's Steph, why. I know, but Steph played 37 minutes. Clay played 39. Draymond Green in Game 3 played 35 and had two points. Andrew Wiggins played 40 minutes. So can someone explain to me why Jordan Poole has 24 minutes? And I understand. Because that it's, he plays, I'll tell you why. I understand that he plays guard and that Clay Thompson and Steph play there too. But you got to find I'll, a way. I'll tell you why. Maybe move Clay to shooting. That's the small, small ball lineup I was talking about. That's a small ball lineup so I was talking about. So you might need to move but him to small forward. This is, but the, I'll, t- I'll tell you. I'm why saying, they don't play more. I'll what tell I'm you why saying is that more. you need to play Jordan Poole more. And let me just finish my last point. You, the Warriors, if they want to win the series, which I still think that they're going to come out, I still don't know if they're going to win in six or seven. I've been saying six, but now it might be seven. I still trust them. I trust Steve Kerr. I think that they need to play number one, better defense. Number two, cut down on the turnovers. The turnovers are just killing you when they're beating. And number three, rebounds. When they're getting more rebounds, offensive and defensive, they're getting more second, third, fourth chance points. They're getting more points in the paint, but they're also shooting the same as you, almost the same as you from three point. Okay. And. Okay. And you guys are turning it over that many more times. It's just a recipe to get blown out or just lose. You're not gonna win, and you need to stop with the turnovers. You need to get better rebound, get better rebounding. Put some big guy. You have big guys. Put more big guys like there. Like who? They who have, else can they put on Robert Williams, Al for Jason Tatum, and that huge line? They have Bielica. They have Kevon Looney. Andrew Wiggins Kevin is a Looney, pretty big Kevon guy. Kevon Looney starts. Yeah, I know he starts. So he's already in the lineup. But in game three, he only played 17 minutes, though he started. Can someone explain that to me? Because he's a... he's a, The only reason he's there is because he's their only center, number one. Number two, he's a rebounding center. That's what he does. But I'll tell you why exactly. they don't... Exactly. That's I'll what tell they need. Okay, so exactly. I'm saying they need and rebounding. And they're not getting it. Stop so turning that's the what ball I'm over you. and play better defense. Okay, that's what I was telling you, though. They're playing, they're playing their center, who is a rebounding center, and they're still not getting rebounds because the Celtics are too tall. But I'll tell you why they don't play J- uh, Jordan Poole more. Because his plus-minus is minus six per game. Minus six. When Jordan Poole is on the floor, the, they, the Celtics score six more points than the Warriors. But that's because that's, he's getting such a low minutes. No, it's not. That's not why more. at all. That's not why at all. More. It's because Jordan Poole is not a defensive-oriented guard, so they're going to score more when he's on the court. That's just what happens. I Look, I have it pulled up right here. Jordan Poole's plus-minus is minus six. Klay Thompson's plus-minus is minus four. Andrew Wiggins is minus 2.7. Draymond's is minus 2.3. Does that sound familiar? That's their pretty much their starting and line. With Steph. Besides, Steph is point three, so it's pretty much even. Plus point three. No, yeah, plus point three, not not three point three. So that's why their whole starting lineup is pretty much in negative plus minus. That's why they can't, and they're still playing Clay thirty six minutes a game. They're still playing Curry. You have to play, but Clay, I would cut down his minutes. Two. Andrew Wiggins is playing thirty five minutes. That's wrong. That's exactly when minus two point three. Even though that Jordan doesn't Poole sound like a lot. playing 24 and still minus 6 per game. That's crazy. So That's why I'm they saying, can't play him more. You saw, though, earlier in the playoffs, he had a plus-minus of about 5, 6. 
because he was getting more minutes and he was great. No, that's because he's on a hot he streak. Now and the he's other not. problem, the this other is problem what he actually is, there, is. is the Warriors' formation and the way that they play defense. That's my problem. Their screens and they just are going under the screens. They're cutting back, letting them shoot open threes. And Tatum, would you rather have an open Tatum, three or a free drive to the hoop? And that's the problem as well. Tatum and Brown and the big, the guys that are just bigger and more powerful are taking the guys that are undersized in the Warriors and they're just bodying them into the paint. They're putting a quick move on them and getting right to the paint for a layup. That's the problem. You need a rim protector. You, that's true. You need a rim protector. You need a center. I think that Kevon... They don't, they're not tall enough to have I that. Think Kevon, their, whole, their whole roster is not tall enough to I have that. I think Kevon Looney would be a great option, at least for the defensive. The de okay. Kevon Looney starts the game, but yet he only played 17. I think you, at least at least give that 25. If you play 25 minutes, I bet that this game is way closer, if not the Warriors winning. Kevon Looney plays 20, almost 22 minutes already. Because he is, no, I'm talking about in game three when they lost. Okay. If he keeps playing, they've got a great rim protector. They've got a guy who can take charges, but can also block shots and play good defense, discipline okay, defense. Okay, but there's a reason Kevon Looney played less minutes. And look, 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 you'll see a trend. You'll see a trend. When, when they're down, or when they lose the game, look at games one and three. Their centers and their power forwards, uh, for example, um, Andrew Wiggins and Kevon Looney, don't play as much because they're down. So they have to put in the shooters in the lineup. That's why they put them in. That's why they can't play them. And that's when they get out-rebounded. That's why Jordan's pool's plus-minus is minus six. That's the exact reason. You start losing. You have to play your shooters, take out your centers and power forwards. And then that's why they get less minutes, and that's why you get out-rebounded. That's why you get more points in the paint. That's, that's the exact reason. That's not... You don't take out your shooters because they're just going to no, keep No, you scoring. put your shooters in. You but have you to. you still always... You got to keep at least one rim protector, one rebounder. And that's but what they... Hold, the on, problem, hold on, That's though. what they this do. This is the problem. That's what they do with Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins plays a lot, and I think that he should stay there. But he plays well. He had great defense on Luka. He plays great defense. But the problem with the Celtics is that if they have Jason Tatum, they have Jalen Brown, they have Robert Williams, they have Al Horford, who's a three-point specialist, but can also drive. They have a ton he's of shooting, guys. He's shooting 65% from the field in this There's series. There's a ton of guys that can shoot the rock, but also drive, which is exactly why I know they're a small team, but they can play. If they get Andrew Wiggins and Kevon Looney to play fairly high minutes, it's not like they don't, it's not like they're just going, oh my god, we gotta put our what shooters in. What is Kevon? Okay, okay, wait, wait. It's if not like they're saying Kevon that they Lee need more. to put their shooters in because they're losing. They know that they've gotta keep someone in. That's the problem. I think Steve Kerr I think management's got to keep some of those guys that are tall and able to grab. Then how do you have a chance of winning? In. How do you have a chance of winning if you you're you're playing a guy who just plays defense and just get rebounds? Because how are you going to win Looney, that if you're down? Andrew Wiggins was an all-star not just because of his defense. No, no, I'm talking about Kevon Looney. You just said you have to play. Kevon Looney isn't a horrible offensive player. Yes, he is. Look at his points. Kevon Looney. Kevon Looney's points per game is seven point three. In game two, Kevon Looney had twelve points on twenty one minutes so let's say okay. let's say that he plays around as, 30, as their center their center's got to have a paint presence around 30 you don't need a center that's going more than 17 points a game if you they like this when you have Steph Curry and you have Klay Thompson and you have Andrew Wiggins and you have Jordan Poole and you have the firepower that this team has you don't need a center okay, that's going over if you're if you are the Warriors if you are the Warriors and you're playing a normal starting lineup Looney Wiggins Poole Steph Clay. okay you're playing those five. 
All right? Draymond starts. Okay. Right, I'm sorry, not cool. Draymond. All right? You're playing those five. If the Celtics are up, they're up by... And they're on a streak. They're on a run of 10 to 0 or 8 to 0 or 10 to That's 2. That's the problem. I don't Whatever. think they'll be up. But even no, if they uh, are... With no, let's say they are. They let's would. say they just go on okay. a crazy hot streak. Okay, they okay? okay, they go on a crazy hot what streak. What would I do? If you're Steve Kerr... How are you? Who are you putting in on your five? Okay, at your whole five. In that run, there would have been other people that are up. No, 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 no. We're talking about just that. Just the beginning. If it's right now, if the run is 10-0, you call the timeout and you're subbing people right now. I'm calling a timeout. I'm keeping. And what? Which minute of the quarter is it? First Uh, quarter. Let's say it's let's say it's third quarter or second quarter because that's usually when the second quarter. What? what Second quarter, just midway through. Okay, second quarter, midway through. The people on the bench would have been in the game. Steph could have taken a small break already, right? Just tell me your five. Just tell me your five. My five, it would be Wiggins. I'd, I'd, I'd have... Oh, wait. I'll tell you who the Celtics are playing. I'd have... The Celtics are playing Tatum, Brown, Horford, Robert Williams, and Marcus Smart. Okay, that's just not realistic. Not at that time in the second quarter. But let's say... Okay, fine. Let's say let's say Robert Williams is not in. Let's say they're playing small ball, and they put Horford at center, and then they put in Derek White. Okay, I'd put in Jordan Poole at point guard. I'll put Jordan Poole at the one. I've got Steph Curry at the two. And then at three, I have I have Clay Thompson because I want my shooters. But now okay. I got my rebounders and guys that can play good Who's defense. Your, who, oh, you're at adding four, rebounders? I have Andrew Wiggins. And at five, I have Kevon Looney. Who, so what's your starting you lineup except Draymond? Was a force. He Kevon Looney was a force. If you want a rim protector the, and you want a defensive player, how are you not keeping Draymond in? This is the exact problem the Warriors because face. because Draymond Green in okay let's start in the first game Draymond Green thirty eight minutes he doesn't play a great defensive game in the second game thirty five minutes he has five rebounds in thirty five minutes he's tell not me, he's not me. he is not a rebounder he is a defensive specialist okay and that's why I think that. Andrew Wiggins should take his spot. Okay. Andrew Wiggins is better defensively than than Draymond Green is, and he can get more rebounds. Okay. And he can play the okay. better who's, defense. Who's who's on? T- tell me who's who's guarding Tatum. And then Draymond Green. He also hold on. Hold the on. problem is just is, defense. Who, okay. I think that we who's, can tr- get them. The the problem is defense. I'm not talking about three point defense. I'm talking about when they run okay. in to okay. the lane. Let's and you let's need just say, let's look at the let's look at the shot. whole court. Who who's guarding Tatum? Who's guarding Tatum? Tatum at which position? He can play a couple different Let's positions. Let's say Tatum, Tatum at the three. Okay, Tatum at... Actually, let's start with one. Derek White. Who, who are you putting on Derek White? I'm putting Jordan Poole. Jordan, Jordan Poole can Poole. guard... Who are you putting on Jalen Brown? Jalen Brown at the two? I've got... Pro- if it was my choice, which I don't think this will happen, but if it was my choice, I've got Andrew Wiggins. With your starting five. Okay. I've probably got Andrew That's a mismatch him. right there. Who are you putting yeah, on? on who are you putting on Marcus Smart? That is not a. That's not I'm Andrew Smart. Is not as agile as Brown. Clay Thompson. Smart. <laughs> okay, that's a lockdown right there uh, for Clay. Clay's getting locked down. Four. Who are you putting on Tatum? Steph on Tatum. Tell me, Steph on Tatum. Okay, so this is I'm, the exact problem the Warriors then. face. Then I'll put Steph. I'll put Steph. Okay. On Marcus Smart. Okay, so at the three. Okay, so at the four, who do you have? Jason Tatum. Who did I have for Marcus Smart? You had Clay. Clay. You're putting Clay on Tatum. Who did I have Andrew Wiggins guarding? I'll change it. So Clay's guarding Jalen Brown, and Wiggins is guarding Tatum. And then I've got the five. I got whoever it is Robert Williams, Al Horford, whoever's playing the five for you guys. Horford. I've got okay Horford. Then I've got Kevon Looney. So so who's 
So you have uh, Poole on Derek White. Yep. Okay, that's pr- a pretty even lock matchup. Down. Maybe even more to the Warriors. Warriors can lock him okay. down. Okay. Then two, Jalen Brown. Who do you have Jaylen- on Jalen Brown? Uh, who did I say? I had Clay Thompson. Clay on Jalen Brown. That's not a bad okay, that's matchup. that's not bad. But Clay's not as not as defensive or he can't really he probably won't be able to lock down Jalen Brown. Three, you have Marcus Smart. Okay, that's Steph, Steph Curry. He can't four, play that great offense. Four, you know that. Four. You it, three, Tatum. three shuts down. Mark Smart will shut down Steph Curry. That's just not going to happen. Okay, Mark Smart four, has been guarding okay, Steph Curry well, this four, series. And four, it's not been happening. You have Wiggins on on Tatum, Tatum. our best defender on one of their best of you, offensive players. Steph is a better defender than Wiggins. That's not true. That, that is, is not Steph, true. When Steph, look at the third quarter of game two. When Steph actually plays defense, Steph is a better defender than Andrew Wiggins. Arv, what is Steph's plus minus? It's plus point point three. three. Yeah. But look how many points he's dropping. Think about that. Okay. Amount, okay. How, okay. Wait, 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 how many wait, points wait, per wait, game? How many points per game does he have? Who? Steph, Steph thirty-one. So that means that he's giving up around thirty points a game. Okay. Thirty points a game. Think about that. That's not what Wiggins is doing. So yeah, Wiggins is minus whatever, but because he's not scoring that much on the defensive okay, side, he's right. not giving nearly okay, as many fine. points. No. So I've got Wiggins on Tatum. That's a pretty good matchup. And then Horford, I've got Looney on Horford, okay. and I think that's okay. a pretty good no, no, matchup no. too. Tatum on Wiggins. Tatum. That's a mismatch for the Celtics. And then Horford on Kevon Looney. Kevon Looney cannot play defense. Again, I will say it again. Kevon Looney is only a rebounder. That's the only thing Kevon Looney he's does. He's pretty good at defense. He too. he's not. And guarding all Al Horford from the three, from the mid range, in the paint is not gonna happen. But Bielita could also sub in and place him at the five too. Bielita doesn't play at all. Yes, he does. Okay, but all right. Let's just say that's that's what happens. Okay. Well, th- that's the exact predicament that Steve Kerr's in in a span of one minute. He has to figure all that out. They have time to so, get the lineup. That's okay, my lineup. But, that's what I think they should okay, to be Okay, doing. all right. Well, then, your plus-minus is insanely bad at that point, then. It's not, though. Your plus-minus, you play Steph, you have .3. You play Clay, that's minus 4 right there. You play Wiggins, you have minus... That's that's probably minus 7 about. You have Poole, that's minus 13. And then you play who? Kevon Looney? Okay, that's 8. That's minus 8. Okay, per quarter. How, if their minus is this bad... How did they win Game Two? Because they did exactly no, that. No, 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 they no. They played no, that no. team. They Poo won was great. Game Two. Clay was great. They won great. Game. Uh, uh, uh. They Poo won. Was great. The reason Clay they won great. Game Two. Steph was great. Clay did not do anything in Kevon Game Two Looney in the third great. quarter. Kevon Looney. That's just Looney the third wasn't quarter. great. Looney was great. That's when and they pulled Wiggins, away the. Well, hold on. Wiggins was in great in too. Game Two in the third quarter. Steph and Poole went nuclear. They, the Warriors didn't, and the, the, the Warriors didn't get many rebounds. The Celtics didn't, the Celtics got lots of rebounds. They weren't cashing in their shots. There was a point where in the third quarter, the Celtics were only down by six. And then everything blew up for the Celtics. So the Warriors, yes, the Warriors played, obviously. The Warriors, it was just mainly Steph and Poole, okay? But that's what happened. That's why they lo- That's why the Celtics lost because of a crazy third quarter, a signature third quarter by the Warriors. But just give your prediction again for what what team you're picking and how many games. I have the Warriors winning in six or seven. I think they can still hold on to six if they play well. Okay, I'm gonna say Celtics in six. They're looking good right now, but hopefully nothing goes bad for them. But All right, now we're gonna talk about the PGA Tour and live golf and what's been happening between the two leagues. Yeah. So, like you said. The PGA Tour and Live Golf, there's been a huge dispute. And the problem is this. Live, there is a bunch of controversy 
about a couple months ago with Phil Mickelson criticizing the PGA and going to live. And there's been a monopoly on professional golf by the PGA in uh, absolutely internationally in, too. exactly internationally and it, globally it's just been a huge thing compared to anything else but there lives an organization that just came out of almost nowhere they're a big organization they've got a ton of money to back them up in fact Tiger Woods was offered a deal that would have made him a billionaire a high nine digits so high hundreds yeah. of thousands hundreds of millions of dollars to come play for them and he turned it down and you, you see the you see most players that sign with live getting a hundred to 150 million dollars just to go with live which has less tournaments so you're away from your family less and you get way more money and and it's it's just a big deal it seems like a system that the PGA is not accepting and live was the first guys the first organization to come up and say hey this is what we want to do if you guys aren't doing this and you have a monopoly we're starting our own thing and Phil Mickelson Dustin Johnson Sergio Garcia are a bunch of big name guys that are that have been winning in the past couple years of the PGA Tour have have had a tremendous amount of success with the PGA Tour that have resigned their membership and have gone to live and it's it's crazy right now and the PGA Tour is in their fight or flight response and right now they're in the fighting stage they're trying to fight live they're trying to make sure that all the golfers are not doing it and this this reminds me of a situation remember with the Super League where if anyone joined the Super League there would have been a lot of trouble with the the premier soccer associations because they were not letting them do that Except this time, I think it's different. I think Liv has the capital back to back them. Because and I think that the, the that Liv, because of all those reasons I just stated, they're here to stay. And the PGA is really not liking that. I think that the PGA has people that are still backing them, like Tiger Woods, who denied an offer that would have made him a billionaire, like we just said. He, uh, Rory McIlroy, who was just talking about the comments that the PGA that the PGA made and was not seeming very pro or very anti-PGA. So we don't really know where he's standing, but I think that he's going to stay at least for now. Like, there's... Liv has... Stay with Liv or with PGA With the PGA Tour. But Liv has a ton of money, they have a ton of capital, and they have big-name guys they're playing because I think it's the more... It's the better... It's the more appealing style of golf to the players. And that's the problem. What the PGA is doing is really... Instead of seeing... The the PGA has always been like this barely any freedom and now i think that they're they're getting a lot of freedom at live and instead of the pga saying oh that's a i guess it's working we got to compete with these guys and make their giving the the golfers more options they're not forcing them to either stay or go there's nothing you can do you can't be part of both which also they could have just compromised i don't know I there's no way they would compromise with their with their opponent or with their um what do you call it with their um with their, with, their with their competitors. Yeah, yeah, yes. yes and I yes. think they wouldn't do that. I think that this is not a great way to handle it by the PGA. We'll see what it what comes out of it. And I love golf. I love the PGA. But I think Liv could be pretty cool too. From a fan's perspective, this is what I'm saying. But I could definitely see it from both. Why both of them would be upset. Why both of them would feel indifferent to the idea of change. So I, I think that it's... Not a great response. As a fan, I don't believe that it's a great response of the PGA. And they're just trying... The PGA has a monopoly. They're just trying to keep it. It's a business, but it's also for the fans. So I respect the PGA. I just think that they could have handled this in a different way. Okay, so this, to me, seems a, a very similar to the NFL and XFL. 
like the thing that the XFL's done, especially also the NFL European League, like all that kind of stuff seems very similar to what Live Golf is doing, except for some reason, Live Golf seems like it has a lot more potential. Live Golf has the money to back it up, has the people that are interested, and they have big names that they that have agreed to contracts. And they like they Live Golf has less less tournaments, less competitions, more money less which means less weeks away from your family and you're making more money than the pga tour so um that and these are very, contract based yeah. not per space yeah. of tournaments so yeah. they're making money and it seems it's it's like the pga tour sees it as a competitor there's a reason that they suspended the 17 players and so now they have to make a decision like you said to stay or go and that's a very tough decision and this is i this seems i think the pga will win the reason I think that is because this. The PGA Tour obviously has a monopoly on the whole world, all right? They have the whole world of golf. Yes, they have so many tournaments. They have international players competing. They're the dream of having the PGA scorecard. So the PGA Tour is an aspiration for many players, a dream come true for many players, and an international thing that people all over the world know about. Now, Live Golf has just popped up. But the PGA Tour did something really smart from a business perspective. They said you can either stay or you can either go to something that has a risk. And that risk, you don't know if it's going to pay off. You, uh, Yes, your contract is confirmed, but you don't know if you're going to compete. You don't know how well it's going to work. Yes, they had their, um, their first tee off in the tournament, but you don't know if it's going to stay. So you're either going to go to something risky or you're going to have to stay to something you know is going to The problem work. for me, though, is that the PGA Tour is risky. Because if you don't perform well, you're not going to make that as much money as someone who's up there. Yes, well, but that's the live, main thing that, live, that's what I'm why saying people are is leaving you're getting because a of the contract. Money. You're getting a contract, okay. so it's safe It's safe to do that. But yeah, that's why, one, of, that's but why a lot of people that puzzle. Number one, it's safe. But number two, you keep saying it's risky. I actually think it's the opposite. I think it's safe, number one, because of the money. And number two, what it's if, more fun. What if the league falls I apart, though? Then what fun. if the league falls apart, then what happens to your contract? You could, you, they're not going to be banned forever. If they, they can leave the live again, and the big-name guys, which these are mostly big-name guys, they'll go right back to the PGA. Will they, though? Because the PGA Tour has already... They've, they've the PGA Tour they've banned already them, suspended the 17 players. They've suspended them, but they have not experienced them from the tour because I know what you're not going to do that to Phil Mickelson, Bryson DeChambeau, who also signed. Yeah, Dustin. Well, I know, but if, if, if the league, like if the league falls apart, if the league falls apart, and you see, and the PGA Tour sees, okay, there's no other competitor now. You think they won't take other action? They're not going to make them pay. Not for these guys that are bringing the PGA Tour more money. There's millions okay. of people that are loving right, but each of I those think, four guys I just okay, mentioned. I think the funniest thing, though, is, and it's kind of ironic, is that Greg Norman, who is like the founder or one of the founders of Live Golf, is a two-time major champion with the PGA Tour. So I think that's pretty funny how he created something to go against the PGA Tour. But he's also the CEO of Live Golf, obviously. But... I, I think that the PGA personally is going to win just because of sort of the XFL situation. I think the Live Golf will continue trying to come back and not working 
after this, because especially because of the suspension. But I think the PGA Tour will end up winning. And last thing, I really agree with that XFL thing, except I think it should be what the XFL is now. It's for people that didn't do fan out in the in the NFL that weren't great, and it's more of like, like a the G USFL. League. It's yeah, like the USFL. Sorry, it's like a G League. And I think, like, the USFL is for the NFL. I think Liv could be the same thing for the PGA Tour.